Welcome to Beyond the Call, brought to you by Start Church. We hope you enjoy the upcoming podcast and hope this time is empowering, inspiring, and helpful as you pursue the dream God has put in your heart. The participants of this podcast are not attorneys, and this recording is not to be considered legal advice. Please contact your local attorney's office where needed. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Start Church podcast, Beyond the Call, the podcast that is empowering and equipping pastors and ministry leaders to protect what God has given them to lead. My name is Justin Upchurch, and I will be your host today. At Start Church, we want to help pastors and ministry leaders to establish a solid legal foundation for their churches and ministries. And in addition to that, we want to help educate and empower pastors and ministry leaders in how to protect and lead their ministries in the 21st century. Today's podcast is a topic that is geared a little more towards non-church ministries and regular nonprofits. However, because of the misinformation that surrounds this specific topic, it's still important and relevant enough for pastors and church leaders to tune in. Today we're going to discuss the importance of Form 990. Perhaps you're listening and thinking that, you know, I've heard of this form before, but you aren't quite sure of its significance to your ministry. So to help address the topic of Form 990s, we have Jared Stills in the studio with us today. Jared, he's our Director of Sales here at Start Church. Uh, Jared, welcome and thanks for taking the time to join us today. You bet. Great to be here. Awesome. So, uh, well, before we get started, I do want to just kind of take a moment to let our listeners know that, you know, if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, you can send us an email uh, and you can email us at podcast at startchurch.com. Or you can just give us a quick phone call, and again, that number is 844-641-5718. So now, Jared, before we get into the importance of Form 990 to ministries, uh, I would like to take a moment to kind of clear the air on the relationship between Form 990 and churches. So are churches required to file Form 990 or not? Yes, the short answer to that question is no. So Section 6033A3A1 exempts churches, their integrated auxiliaries, and conventions of churches from having to file Form 990. And the Freedom From Religion Foundation did file a lawsuit claiming that the tax code gave churches some preferential treatment. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, this is discrimination on the basis of religion in violation of the Establishment Clause. Okay. Um, However, because there was a previous Supreme Court ruling the case luckily was dismissed. So for now, while other nonprofit organizations do have to file a Form 990 each year, uh, churches do not have to file an annual Form 990 with the IRS. Okay, well, uh, that's good. You know, it's good to kind of clear the air and, and for us to fully understand that that churches are, you know, indeed not required to file Form 990. Um, I do know that just from experience and having conversations that there's just a lot of information surrounding that, so I thought it would be important to kind of to clear that right from the get-go. Um, so as for all other nonprofit organizations, and, and this includes ministry nonprofits such as evangelistic ministries and you know, even different types of outreach ministries, um, why is Form 990 necessary? You bet. So Form 990, it's required by Section 6033 of the tax code. And the IRS, they use that Form 990 to ensure that tax-exempt organizations are staying compliant with the tax code Mm -hmm. and all the different nonprofit laws in order to maintain their tax-exempt status. Okay. So although Section 6033A3A1, again, exempts churches from having to file Form 990 on an annual basis, 
we still feel it's best practice for churches to be aware of the requirement. Okay. And it's especially important if a church is going to operate or plan to operate an additional tax-exempt entity, such as a community development corporation or maybe a holdings corporation. Okay, well, that makes complete sense, um, especially, you know, that's part of what we teach at our, our Ultimate Church Structure conferences, is, and that's a part of the Ultimate Church Structure, is, you know, churches having uh, community development corporations or CDCs and holdings corporations. And so I can see how it's important for churches to still be aware of that, ni- of that 990 requirement in case they, they choose to have one of those additional organizations one day. Um, so that's great. So my next question, Jared, is are there any consequences for not filing Form 990 on time um, or missing that filing completely? Yes, that's a great question. So the truth is that failing to file a Form 990 can be very costly. So under uh, the IRC section 6652C1A, the IRS actually charges a late fee of $20 per day, and that starts from the due date of the the form, and it can add up quickly and be uh, more than $7,000 throughout the course of the year. Wow, okay. So you you miss your filing date. Day one, $20 penalty. Day two, an additional $20. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, I I can see how that can very quickly add up. You bet. And then also beyond the financial penalties, uh, there's another thing that can happen. If you fail to file Form 990, you can also uh, miss out on your tax-exempt status. So if you don't file that form three years in a row, uh, the IRS can actually revoke your tax-exempt status. And that could be very costly to you, you know, obviously as the organization, mm-hmm. uh, but it can also affect anybody that's giving to your organization as well. So all of a sudden, gifts that they thought were tax deductible are no longer tax deductible. Right. And if you're in that situation, in order to fix that, uh, there's a process you have to go through called a reinstatement process. So if you happen to find your ministry in, in this position, uh, we do have a service to help with that. And a way you can find that on the IRS website, they have uh, something called an exempt organization select check. Mm-hmm. You can just find that on the IRS site to type in your FEIN number okay. uh, for your organization or the name of your organization and find out, you know, am I in good standing or am I in a revoked status? And if you happen to find yourself in that revoked status, uh, you can give us a call over here. Again, the number is 844 641 5718 and to, to get more information on the process to get that fixed. Awesome. So those two consequences are uh, both costly and hefty. Uh, one, even you know, if you have your, your, you know, your tax-exempt status revoked after missing you know, your Form 990 filings for three consecutive years, it sounds like you know, that reinstatement process, I imagine you're kind of having to go back through you know, the process of, of getting your tax-exempt status plus... I imagine you have to still pay those penalties. So it's, you know, uh, an arduous process to get reapproved, and it's going to be costly as well. Um, so in order to avoid these penalties, it seems like knowing, you know, when uh, my Form 990 is due, it would, would be helpful or important. So, so when is a typical due date for ministry to file 990? That's a good question. So the due date revolves around the organization's fiscal year. And the IRS states that the Form 990 must be filed on the 15th day of the fifth month after the end of your organization's accounting period. 
And I know that sounds a little confusing, so let me explain yeah, that a little ask further. Yeah, to kind of clear, clarify that for us. You bet. So most organizations, their fiscal year will run from January to December. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case for you, then you would file the Form 990 uh, before May 15th of that following year. Okay, so that's coming up for, for some of these organizations who run from January to December. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, now is a prime time to get that form taken care of. And if your fiscal year is something different, for example, if you run April to March, your due date would then be on August 15th of that year. Okay, so I know you said that you know if, if we can't help ministries with a reinstatement process if they find themselves in that situation. You know, with the May 15th due date coming up, is, is that something that we're able to provide assistance with to these organizations and these ministries? You bet. We've been doing it for years, so definitely giving us a call. Uh, we can help with whichever Form 990 you're required to file. Okay. Uh, we'll talk in a minute about the different forms that are required. But yes, that's something we have a lot of expertise with. All right, cool. Uh, so, so just to re- recap so far, uh, we know that churches are not required to file Form 990. Uh, all other nonprofit organizations are required to file Form 990 annually. Uh, we also know that failure to file a timely Form 990 can be costly, both monetarily and uh, it can cost the organization its tax exempt status if it doesn't file 990 uh, you know, for three consecutive years. And then we also know uh, so far that the due date of an organization's Form 990 is going to be based on its fiscal year. Uh, so those who run between you know, January and December, their due date's coming up here you know, within just another month and a half on May 15th. So Jared, what steps uh, can a ministry take to make sure that they file their Form 990 on time? Good question. So number one is you want to make sure, uh, find out if your organization is required to file a Form 990. Okay. And one place you can do that if you have received your 501c3 determination letter, Mm -hmm. it's typically in the top right-hand corner. You'll see up there it says Form 990 required, and it'll have a yes or a no underneath that. Okay. And in some instances, we'll have churches that will pull out that form, and it will say yes. And if you happen to be in that situation, you think, well, I'm a church, I'm not supposed to be filing, but it says yes on that form. There mm-hmm. may have been a mistake that was made, sure. either by the IRS or by whoever filled out the 1023 form. Okay. So that's another thing. Give us a call if you're in that situation. We can address that with you. Cool. Uh, the second thing you want to do is create a calendar reminder and invite uh, whoever it is that's going to help you out with this. So if you have somebody on your staff, like your secretary, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be fulfilling that, Make sure you you know create that calendar event, set sure. a reminder. Um, the third thing you want to do is determine which type of Form 990 you're responsible for filing. Okay. So there's actually five different forms that are out there. So there's a 990N, and this is typically for the new organizations that haven't had a lot of income. It's been under fifty thousand dollars so mm-hmm. far. Uh, the 990N is typically what's required there. Okay. Uh, the 990EZ. That's going to be for a little bit uh, larger organization. That's a requirement. That's more of a paper filing, a yeah. little bit more involved. Typically, a CPA gets involved with that one. Sure. And then you've got your standard 990 long form, and this is going to be for your larger organizations. Again, CPA typically involved with that one. Right. Uh, if you happen to be operating a private foundation, you know, not a lot of our clients do that, but mm-hmm. there are some that, that have that. There's a separate 990PF form that gets filed. And then if you're receiving any uh, unrelated business income, so yeah. let's say you rent out your parking spaces you know, every weekend for the football games and you're getting rental income for those, mm-hmm. um, you'd want to report that using a Form 990-T. Okay. So there's a few different 990 forms to be aware of. 
and determining which one, you can always call us again. We can kind of help sort through which 990 would fit your situation. Right. And then the last step is, uh, as I mentioned, don't hesitate to get help. Sure. You know, give us a call. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. And we've got uh, one-time services where we can just help with a one-time filing. Uh, we also have a program we call our Keep Right service over here, and it's kind of an ongoing maintenance. You just pay a low monthly fee, and then this is one of those forms that gets taken care of with that service. Awesome. Well, you know, this is this has really been a, a tremendous amount of, of useful and helpful information. And, and I hope for our listeners that, you know, this conversation, you know, has brought some clarity to the Form 990 filing requirements. Uh, so, so, Jared, you know, thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to join us and to help us to better understand, you know, Form 990 and its significance and even the consequences of, of not filing, you know, on time and uh, just helping us to, to, to better grasp, grasp that. And, and to our listeners, I realize that, that this is a lot of information to take in at once, um, you know, in process. So I want to encourage you, um, you know, that you're not alone with your questions. So, you know, if you want to talk this through, if you have more questions about Form 990, you know, when is your due date? You know, you want to try to figure that out or which form exactly, um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you out and walk you through this process. So again, you know, you can send your questions or comments to, uh, you can email us at podcast.startchurch.com um, or just give us a call. Uh, you can find out more about our 990 service or, you know, if you need help with a reinstatement, we can give you assistance and guidance through that process as well. Well, thanks again to everyone for listening to another episode of Start Church's podcast, Beyond the Call. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Call brought to you by Start Church. If you have any questions about what you have heard today, please give us a call at 844-641-5718 or visit our website at startchurch.com. We hope you'll join us for the next episode of Start Church Beyond the Call. Start Church has helped thousands of churches and ministries protect what God has given them to lead. Check out our website at startchurch.com or feel free to call at 844-641-5718. We would be honored to serve you.